What's up everybody, this is DJ Monica coming to you from Los Angeles, California and you're listening to Domination Radio. Today we'll be talking about surviving the pandemic and going to virtual school. This is a part of our podcast series on grounding soil, building sustainable communities, mutual aid, ecosystems of LA and local community support. Since we all been staying inside, like, has anybody caught COVID or anybody around you has caught it and you just been trying to stay safe or just stayed clean and you didn't catch it? My mom, my mom caught it. Yeah, my mom had caught it. It was like, um, she was like kind of like, like depressed. She felt like, um, she said she felt like a, like a dog, like trapped in her room mm-hmm. that she can't get out, that we had to bring her food for her. You know, it was... But it was not, it wasn't like that to me. It was just, you know, like, we got to keep each other safe. Like, you know, like, we got to be the bigger person and, mm-hmm. you know, and take that initiative to, like, keep everybody safe. That's amazing. I feel you 100%. My mom was the one that got it first. But luckily, I didn't get it when she got it. Um, when she had it, we we made her, like, well, we didn't make her. She chose to stay in her room. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing gloves and a mask when she would come out. And she would only come out when to use a restroom, and that's about it. I would be like the one that would have to take her the food and be inside the and be inside the room with her because all my other siblings are younger than me, so I would be the one that had to step up. But um, I got it from my cousin because he invited me on a trip, and I guess like he was asymptomatic, so he didn't show nothing. Like even when he came out positive, he didn't get no symptoms or anything. So he he passed it on to me and. I got it bad. Like, I got the shivers. I couldn't eat nothing, like, not even bread. Well, that was, bread was the only thing I was eating, but pieces by pieces. And it just sucked. I couldn't go out nowhere. I just stayed in my room. How long did it last for you? To be honest, only a week. And then I tested negative. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that was I, it, short. It was short. Thank God. Yeah. Um, my kid got it like in June. We went to we went we didn't go anywhere from March until June. Then we went to um, a protest, Black Lives Matter protest, and we potted with a family that we'd been talking for weeks about doing it. And the kids got it. None of the parents. And she had it pretty. I mean, she had headaches and she had a fever for one night. I was in the bed with her as she had the fever, like rubbing her back. Did not get it. Heard like COVID sweat all over me, <laughs> but she ruled the living room and kitchen. She basically had the whole house, and I and I didn't have it, but I just stayed in my room. <laughs> and we had the windows open, we had the fans going, but weird that she had and she lost her sense of smell. For me, oh. I didn't lose any of that, like my taste or smell. I didn't lose nothing. That was, that was the only symptoms my cousin did get. Like, he lost it for a little bit, but mm. he gained it back quick. That's why I got mad, because he's the one that gave it to me, and I got it worse. <laughs> it's crazy, right? How each person is different. You never know. Yeah. You never know if you're young and healthy, what you're going to, you know, yeah. what's going to happen. So I liked what you said about, you know, you keep each other safe, Moises. That was, that's really, um, that's great. Thank you. And luckily... When my kid got it, we were able to, we weren't seeing anyone else. We just saw that other family. What have you changed yourself, in yourself, in quarantine, and why? Ooh, good question. 
I think I've become more accepting of just things I can't change. Because I was really, really angry at certain points, really depressed at other points, uh, really frustrated at other points that there were things that just were not going to go the way I wanted them to because of the way things are now. Um, and limitations that I didn't have before because of the way things are now. Um, that how, how did you overcome that? Um, spending a lot of time just like having to look into the face of the fact that I'm uncomfortable and that's just how it is and, and that it's okay to not be comfortable. Um, I had to like say, well, if I, I want to be comfortable. That's, you know, the... That's the goal, but I also have to be okay being uncomfortable or I'm not going to be okay, period. Uh, and once I got to that point, it was easier to go, okay, this is temporary. It's not going to be forever. So just suck it up and be okay with it because it's not going anywhere for a while. And then from there, it just got easier to be able to deal with like even the, the, the little things that bug me on a daily basis seem to have like a little less, a little less sting because I was like, yeah, it's just, it's the reality of now, but it's just not going to last. And when this is over, not, we'll never ever go back to exactly how things were before because you can never go back. You always go forward. So it's never going to go back to some before time, but we will have a, a new normal. It's not this. Uh, and so whatever that is, I'm not sure, but I, I want to live long enough to see it. Okay. What have you guys accomplished in this pandemic? Like we're almost... I think we are a year or we're almost a year? A year today. Right. A year. Oh, we're mm -hmm. a year today. How, how do you guys feel about that? Because like, I, I feel like I accomplished like big things because I I have a job um, saving money. Like I said, like I'm about to move out. So just, yeah, I feel like that's what I have accomplished and like staying with my grades, keeping them good-ish. One thing I accomplished was like also getting a job. Nice. I thought like, oh, it's gonna be difficult, and like I don't even know what to do, and I had no direction. Luckily, Amy was there, and she helped a lot. Nice. And I and I got my first job, but I'm kind of dumb too because I've been wasting my money. Got <laughs> <laughs> to work on that. I don't have to work on it, but like some but things. That's how you learn about how to spend your money is you, you don't spend it wisely and then you go, oh, that's what people were talking about when they said don't waste your money. Now I get it. And then you change. So it's like you're not in a bad place. Having experienced the lockdown firsthand, what advice would you give to future generations that may be going through this? Ooh, good question. Good question. Make sure to check up on your loved ones and uh, focus on your mental health. Great advice. Great question. Great advice. I'd say make a list of what you're going to watch. <laughs> that is so funny. I made a list for all my friends. I put out my Netflix list. I would say um, don't think about yourself, but think about the people around you. So if you want to go outside, just think about who you could get sick in your household and how it would be like if something would to be like something were to happen to them. Do you think there are any good things that came out of this pandemic? In my opinion, I feel like some a lot of people opened themselves up than they used to, and they're now more expressing themselves more. And like a lot of people turned out to be like, like uh, what's it called? They were hitting in the in the closet, you know. Mm -hmm. 
and they just came out. Mm -hmm. I think it's caused a lot of people to have to slow down, and in that slowing down, they get to ask themselves questions that they wouldn't have had taken the time to ask themselves. They get to think about their life in ways that they didn't have time to think about because they were so busy before. And I think a lot of people had to look at their relationships, like with you know their significant other, and and have to have some real. Uh, eye-opening thoughts about is this the person I thought it was and are we okay together and what do I really want in my relationship so I think it's caused people to to look more deeply into their lives than, than we have in quite a while so I think that's a really good thing is there anything you would like people to try to uplift their spirits like, yeah, I would say to get out the city would be a perfect one. Mm -hmm. To get some fresh air and see the stars. That's the Lancaster right there if you want to see the stars. I, I've been to Lompoc and it's nice out there. Cool. I used to go rest up to the observatory, Griffith Observatory. I would drive up there, I would drive partway up, then walk the rest of the way up the hill or hike up the hill just before sunset. And then you see the first stars coming into the sky. It is gorgeous. You sit out there on the lawn, you take a picnic and hang out. It's beautiful and you don't even have to leave the city. Actually, I have a question for you guys. Um, do you want to go back to school? It's opening uh, up? No, 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 I do not. <laughs> I do not want to get COVID off of that. I haven't got COVID, thanks to God, knock on wood, I don't. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, that I am, I am afraid of. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think so. Going earlier, so I rather stay on the computer. Yeah, I, I I like online class, even though it's kind of stressful because sometimes my internet sucks. But yeah, mm -hmm. I kind of like online class. Um, I do, yeah. but I don't. Mm. And then I'm not getting vaccinated at all, so yeah, I don't trust that vaccine. The vaccine is what I'm not getting. That's why I don't want to go back to school. But apart from like the whole COVID and vaccine part, I would like to go back to school because I hate online school. I hate doing it from home. Mm. But the whole COVID thing is what scares me. I'm not getting the vaccine, so that's yeah. What I'm, I'm not getting the vaccine because this is like the Spanish flu. Like nobody had found a vaccine that quick how we found COVID vaccine yeah so yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's it seems like very impossible to find a vaccine that quick like i'll, I'll i'm i'm gonna wait like a good four years yeah, but think about when vaccine. the spanish flu was and think about when COVID. Oh, to be honest that was way back when and this is now 20 2020 you know 2020 yeah we have like we're better gonna, resources we're gonna, get, we're gonna get way more medicine we're gonna get well, speaking of that, yeah, we have way more resources, like Moises said. I mean, we still don't have a cure for HIV. <laughs> or cancer. Uh, or cancer. Actually, there are uh, some cancers. There are, there's a lot of different kinds of cancers, and some cancers, actually, they do have cures for. And for HIV, they actually can completely suppress it so that you can't give it to anybody else. There is medicine to completely suppress it. But oftentimes, medicine is not looking for cures. Medicine is looking for things that you can take for the rest of your life because that's where they make their money. Exactly. That's the thing. Why do you why do you want to take medicine the rest of your life? You don't want to, but the pharmaceutical company that makes money off of you wants you to take medicine for the rest of your life, and that's why it goes that way. I heard there was a guy that found the HIV cure, like it's a it's a vaccine, and then like out of nowhere he died. So it's just yeah, I don't trust the government at all. 
It's, I mean, it's sad with the HIV and, and, and the vaccine now, like HIV has been around forever and they, they were able to get a vaccine for this for like, <laughs> you know, but they were also developing this vaccine for a while um, based on SARS and all this other stuff that was going on. So they had it and it was being developed. Um, so yeah, I had, I took it, I had to take it. Um, I was hesitant about it, and but I made the decision just based on um, reading about Moderna and and re Moderna and um, people involved with it. I was sure that I'd be okay. Um, this is going to turn into a zombie next year. Yeah, I'm already a zombie. Come on now, Judy. I don't trust the shot at all. I, I I feel like the the government or the yeah, the government been aiming at China for bringing in COVID, but I feel like the, our government had COVID. Like, I don't know, because in 2019, we had COVID-19, but nobody paid attention. And then like, I don't know where they're blaming China, but I feel like they were doing experiments and that subject B or C escaped and gave everybody COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that China's um, actually saying it's the U.S. So, um, and again, and this is what happened with AIDS too. People said it was a monkey or this or that, you know, it really is, while the source may matter um, because of governments and all that, we may never know, but it is here and it is killing people and people are getting sick. So how do we um, protect each other? Do you think this pandemic helped the planet? If so, in what way? Mm. It reduced the population. Mm. Sorry. That's true. But then a lot of people had pandemic babies. <laughs> Reducing the population is kind of a double-edged sword because, yeah, we might be overpopulated, although I don't actually believe that. I, I don't believe that's actually true. But then we're also losing people. We're, we're losing, like, some of our most brilliant people. Like, a really good, sharp minds are being killed off. So it's hard to lose people that you are actually doing really great things for society in mean, like at all levels from musicians to scientists. I mean, we've lost yeah. a lot of brilliant people. Indigenous population. Um, most of the people that spoke the language, um, have died off the way. Wow. So they took away their traditions as well and that knowledge. Okay. So I have a question for you guys, which is what are some things that you have realized that you don't really need? I mean, I don't need Disney Plus. I still pay for it. <laughs> but yeah. A lot of friends. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, uh, that is facts. That is facts. I agree with. I mean, uh, the only people I really hang out with is my cousins. and That's about it. Like, I, I know I do have like friends and stuff that live like in my grandma's blog. But like the ones that I hang out with, hang out with are my cousins like the people closest to me like some of them are friends but i consider them my cousins because i've known them for like since i was little uh, yeah. mm -hmm. um what is something that you're grateful for that has happened always uh what i'm grateful for i'm grateful for like having everybody like not that much people have everybody because people passed away due to covid and i'm grateful for having everybody together <laughs> like safe and alive yeah. no offense yeah anyone um, else? i'm grateful for my parents my grandparents or well yeah my grandparents not getting sick 
it was if there was so we're gonna wrap it up if there was one word to describe the pandemic for you i want everyone to say it so um jose what's one word that would describe the pandemic the b word yeah <laughs> um joel joel can i use two words sure learning experience yeah um no ideas are fun that's like three words for words that's cool crazy tiring war hmm gosh that's that's tough learning experience really kind of hit it for me because it's that that kind of encapsulates like oh it's like so many things learned so many things seen so much um taken in so much had to think about that yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to do, double down on learning experience because that that to me kind of sums it up yeah the learning curve has been huge how about you um, Ms. Denise? Was one um, i was thinking yeah a, a learning experience is really good i was thinking roller coaster you just it's been a roller coaster Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you all very much for joining us for this conversation on Pandemic Life, one year later. I'd also like to thank the folks with the mosters at this particular time. That would be today's panelists, starting with DJ Krakatoa, Miss Denise blowing up in here. Special thanks also go out to DJ Bubs, keeping that conversation popping. DJ Emmy, always with the deep thoughts. DJ David, thank you for showing up. Appreciate you here. DJ Joel, always got plenty to say. Appreciate your comments, brother. DJ Mo in the cut, showing up, showing up. DJ Mondo, always got something wise to drop on us. DJ Sochi slipping those comments in on the side and also last but not least dj jose with the word on the street thank you all very much i am your host as you know dj renaissance and this is domination radio saying y'all be safe out there and wherever you go treat people right spread some love and let's let's heal this planet together This project was made possible with the support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Visit www.calhum.org. Again, that's www.calhum.org. Thank you for listening.